0: Ah! Welcome to another episode of the smartest Amazon seller. So does a picture really paint a thousand words? I'm about to say maybe about a thousand words into a microphone. So why not just like send a picture? Maybe that saying doesn't apply for everything. So we have found a loophole in uh, what we think to be true but it actually is true in a lot of cases. Uh, Pictures say so much. That's what I'm going to be talking about today. We just hired a photographer for our business because I'm convinced of its effectiveness in e-commerce. I want to double down on using it to improve conversion and as a a deliverable to our, our brand partners you know, there's only a few things that you can do that like you really feel like you're delivering something new and unique. And I think pictures are one way to stand apart. So I'm excited about what we can do. And I've been uh, learning a lot and hopefully I'm hoping to get a a professional photographer on the podcast soon, just to give perspectives of what he sees and what he thinks. But uh, first I'll say, my perspective. So as you've heard uh, me say before to, uh, you know, to understand the mind of a shopper, I know my habits. And uh, when I search for something, I, you know, I put in a few keywords and I, I pick from the top three things. Um, And if what I'm looking for isn't in those top three pictures or the top three products, then I go back and I change my, my keyword selection. I rarely go to, you know, the second page and I pick what looks good and what has good reviews. And that's really it. Like end of conversion. Like for me, it's not complicated. You nail those few things and I'm going to buy your product. And I, I understand that others have different habits. You know, some people actually probably do read some of the bullet points, but I just don't. I think that as a uh, someone that buys off of the mobile app, it's different than a desktop shopper. I don't reference as many different product pages at once. And, and not only does a good picture increase the likelihood of selling, but if you tell the story really well through some pictures, um, you probably even re- reduce your return rate because you're showing people how it's used. You want to show every aspect of the product and you want them to know exactly what they're getting uh, before they buy it. So I think it's, it's impossible to measure all the effects of good images. It, it, it is also a signal of quality. You know, say there's the cheap product, the middle price product and the most expensive product in general, the most expensive products are going to have like really good photos because someone's put a, a lot of uh, effort behind it. But you might be able to get that same feeling on the, the least expensive product because you have a lot of pictures. I've, I've been told this. Uh, someone said that they like it when, you know, they tend to buy a product when it has all six or seven images because they feel like, the they can feel the effort behind the person selling it, and it kind of feels like okay, here's someone. All that maybe they're in their garage, but they care, and they've gone to this effort to show every aspect. And so I I think, um, you know, when you're telling a product's story, this is one signal you can give by by going, you know, using every picture that you can. You are signaling. Uh, your customer service in a sense that you are uh, behind every aspect of this product. Okay, here's the few things to consider. So, if you're going to hire a photographer or, uh, you know, use a a contractor or even do some of this on your own, and you probably should have experience with at least more than one of those uh, three different ways to get some photos. uh, I found the contractors couldn't be you know, if, if you're going to do a lot of products, it can be very expensive. And so you might want to develop a relationship with one. And, you know, we have thousands of products and we're never going to get around to them all. But to, to do our best job and get the most bang for our buck, I just knew that we had to hire someone. But when you're, uh, you know, telling them what you want, here's a few things that you need to have in your mind. that The, the primary photo cannot uh, understate the importance of this. This is what people are going to see first It has a few extra rules. You can't have text or decals and it has to have a white background and it should not be any other uh, product other than what is being purchased. I have seen people that on the primary photo, they will have the front and the back side by side. I'm pretty sure you can get away with that even though like you're not selling two, you could have like one, you get the full 360 view and to kind of fill out the picture Uh, I saw one, a primary photo, for example, um, it was coffee. They had the bag and then they had a a mound of the coffee building up. And so you can see the texture of the, the, the coffee and then also see the packaging. I think, you know, adding more elements of the single product, the better. Now, Pictures two through seven, these ones have a lot more flexibility. You're seeing a lot of great design here. Remember, a 10% improvement over your competitor could lead you to get 50% more sales. You don't have to be a a lot better than your competitor. Just a little bit. And it can make all the difference here. You could A-B test your images. But as someone, I've made a career around data-driven decisions. And I don't know if A-B testing is good enough unless you're getting you know, we're talking like uh, a few hundred sales a week. Like I would venture to guess that you only need to check your gut and maybe even ask a few other people's opinions to kind of have an idea of what an A-B test can tell you. Maybe I'm biased against them because they're they're actually really hard to set up. I mean, they just take time. And I like making decisions a little bit faster. And so as as you're working through images two through seven unless you're putting you know huge amounts of money, you probably just want to get a solid intuition first and and really study what will do well for this product before I'd go so crazy as to like do a B testing and sorry if I didn't explain what that means is like a B testing is where you know you have say uh, one week you have uh, an image and then uh, the second week you have another image and you kind of can test. Uh, what's the traction during those separate uh, time periods? And then, and then you compare that against each other and you can choose which one's the best. In theory, it's great. And actually a lot of uh, websites are built around it. I just like to move fast and I don't want to like set up an A-B test around every single product. But scientifically, like it will get you the best results. I would do this for only the products that are worth, you know, that are getting hundreds of sales Uh, a week or a month, just the big ones. Okay. So back to what to consider. I think that every subsequent photo should be increasing the likelihood of that conversion. They should be telling the story of that product. I'd say um, if you're going to be putting text on the images, you should only have the top bullet points. Like what do people really want to know that the pictures are not telling them? Is it uh, compatible, say, with all iPhones? You could say compatible with all iPhones. And, and keep it very limited because, uh, you know, people are scrolling through fast and they're not going to read everything. But if you can get their attention with one or two things, I think that's very helpful. And because on mobile, no one reads the bullet points. I bet you one out of 40 people read them. I would love to see data to prove me wrong, but on mobile, they're below the fold. You know, you have to scroll down a significant amount to see that when you click on a product and you start, you're, you're scrolling immediately. That's the first thing that I would presume most uh, shoppers are doing. I have said this one before in a previous episode that, you know, you should be looking at reviews. If you're wondering like what to include in an image, you should look at uh, what are people saying about your product and the competitors, and you have a chance to showcase how your product can fit those specific needs. Lifestyle photos. Lifestyles where you have like a person in it. And you should be asking yourself the question, why are you doing this picture? What is this showing that's different? While you're doing a lifestyle photo, are you showcasing the product clearly enough? Here's a a quick example. We have one of our best products that has some lifestyle photos. And I actually feel like the product is like secondary. It's too far away. People aren't really using it uh, that up close that you feel it's uh, how... They're interacting with it. I think while it does have, it is super helpful to have people's hands in a in a picture. I think that if it's too far away, you're not like seeing the hands interact with that product. Uh, hands are great because it gives you a sense of scale. You can see um, how the product is being used. All right, we have a uh, complicated STEM toy. It's a uh, circuit kit it's for, for it's for kids to build uh, circuits and like we just weren't selling it. and even though there's a segment leader that and we're getting crushed by them like like crushed our product is about is as good as theirs and in some ways it's it's a little bit simpler but their pictures are said say 25% better and that could be all the difference that it needs to be so we've had really had to think about it a little bit more and dive in what is the person that's buying this circuit toy thinking most of them are just like parents that are buying it and a lot of parents may not know how it works so you almost have to teach the parents how this works before you even get it cuz they're thinking like I might have to be the one that actually solves this not my kids because it's been a decade since they were in school and unless the, when they're giving their kid a stem toy they also are going to be interacting with it and so if they don't think that they can teach it easily to their kids and they're probably less likely to buy it. So that's where your picture, albeit only twenty-five percent better, can make all the difference. And, and so that they can know that is a solid buy. The rewards on Amazon simply are not fair. If you if you get a winning product, we've got a few, and we do so much less work for them. For how much uh, uh, gross margin we're able to glean off, it's kind of crazy that it's just kind of all the, the pieces fell in place. Whereas we work really hard on products that do like almost nothing. So it's just to let you know that um, I'm saying this. So you realize that focusing on these details and getting just slightly better than competition has outsized rewards because of the, you know, the hockey stick graph, like it just like shoots straight up sales If you get on higher uh, rankings, it just shoots way up because of the simple tendency of shoppers to only pick the first or second or third product. Whoever has that Amazon's choice badge is just getting more sales than they're worth. So it's, it's always a good thing when you're feeling the Amazon effect, the feeling the effect of 100 million shoppers with credit cards. So one way that we have found that people are beating us is actually a little bit of graphic design. I'm seeing some good stuff out there um, because images two through seven do allow for this where you can showcase the product in a unique way. You can throw some text on and like, you know, the text can like have a little line that points to its feature. And you don't want to do a, a, a ton of text. It's got to be pleasing to read. But if you have something that says like it's, say it's gluten-free kind of feature or, uh, you know, any of the grocery, you know, buzzwords, you definitely want to be using that. So start paying attention to product photography out in the real world. You'll know, I mean, everyone's familiar with uh, fast food photography, how they show things and they're really good at selling a lie, but they're absolutely dynamos in and how well the, the the lighting is, and how you know how they can make stuff pop. So you should be thinking in the real world. See good examples of it. You can scroll infinitely on Amazon and see some good stuff that's been done out there. If you can teach them how to use that product, consider using it in the photos. Even if it's a, uh, we're actually going to do a few videos just to do a 360 view. And I don't want to overthink these videos because. You know, you could spend a day or two on this stuff or you could spend an hour and two. And if you get a good system, I think you can uh, deliver a lot of results. Let's say you have a a product that touches your skin. A good lifestyle picture of, uh, of, of a lotion, of groceries to actually see the texture of it, see it pouring on your hand. And then they can imagine themselves using it so I only highlighted a few things with the pictures. I know I'm not a professional here. I'm going to bring on a professional as soon as I can. I've already been in contact with one. So look to this as like the starting point and then we'll hit more of an expert later. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you uh, find it in the smallest place of your heart to leave a review on iTunes, that would be Awesome. Uh, Reach out to me and actually, you know, give me feedback. Like I, I know that there's some things that I can do better. I also, I do think that I am doing better than when I started. I can flow a little bit more. I was definitely a little choppy at the beginning, but if you have any uh, suggestions, let me know. I'm always approachable. You can find me on Instagram or even my email is Scott Needham at buyboxer.com. Look forward to hearing from you guys. And if you have any additional insights uh, that you think that would be worthwhile sharing, shoot them out. All right. Have a good one. See you. One, two, three. This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.